are you ready to handle what may come that could just be a train that rolls right over you? Uh, or do you want to have somebody uh, to take care of all that stuff for you? Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. Hello and welcome back to Pillars of Wealth Creation. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. With me, as always, on these Wednesdays, we got Matt Jones. Matt, how are you doing today? I'm doing excellent. Spring has sprung here in sunny Minnesota. That's <laughs> beautiful. Well, sorry. I went running yesterday in shorts and a t-shirt and in March. It's gorgeous. I love it. <laughs> Except, uh, you know, you didn't sweat because it was, it was still pretty chilly outside, but you did get uh, wet from all the puddles that were around. So mm-hmm. I stepped in a couple of pretty deep puddles, but mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's how it goes. That's good. Uh, what's new in the real estate world, man? Anything new? Uh, nothing new from last week. Still working on that, uh, you know, fundraising for future deals, uh, through the use yep. of a fund. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the real estate, uh, I think the world is kind of crazy and we're not going to dig in deep today, but, um, you know, you've got just so many weird things happening and, uh, interest rates, they went up for the first time, or they announced that they're going to be going up for the first time in three years. Uh, so that's really uh, going to be something to really be watching. And they said that expect six uh, in 2022 and interest rate hikes similar. Um, so that'll be interesting to see where it goes. Obviously the government's been saying uh, this inflation is is just short term. It's trans, you know, transitory. It's it's just it's not going to last, right? It's just because of supply, uh, and possibly some of that is the case. But I think uh, the uh, the Fed is not so sure because they're saying, hey, we're raising interest rates and we're going to keep on bringing it up. And I think what I would say is, even though they said six, I think they say six just to get people prepared. Uh, for it, but I my guess is they're just going to kind of watch and see what this does to the markets. If inflation starts coming back down, then they won't toy with it so much. If inflation stays high, they're going to raise it even more, even quicker. And so it'll be interesting to see what happens there with interest rates. Of course, again, you got you got Ukraine. Uh, we don't know what's happening there. Is this the start of World War III, as some people fear? Uh, who knows? I, I don't know. I mean, America, the U.S. so far is kind of mostly hands off. Um, you know, really everybody's hands off. And so it's right now it's between Russia and Ukraine. But, you know, I it, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Who gets involved? How does it play out? Uh, out of our control, right? We can't really control um, interest rate hikes. We can't control inflation. We can't control uh, Russia and Ukraine. Um, of course, you've got the pandemic that's kind of seeming like it's just gone. It's disappeared. I don't hear anything about it because there's so much else going is uh, going on. We've got gas prices through the roof. People are talking about gas prices and well, Ukraine and all this other stuff. Nobody's talking about 
this thing that uh, it was formerly known as COVID, uh, it seems like that's just disappeared. Uh, but you've got, of course, that is an unknown still. Are we going to have a, another spike? Is it, you know, who knows what's going to happen uh, with that too. So there's so many unknowns right now. It's an interesting time to be alive. That's for sure. But, you know, somebody was telling, somebody was saying something to me. Um, uh, one of my investors was asking me what my, what my prediction of the future is. And uh, we were just kind of talking about what was going on. And I said, look, I said, I feel like this is pretty common. I, I, I'm like, you know, I feel it. Yeah, sure. There's a lot of weird stuff going on right now, but I feel like it's not that uncommon to be having this conversation of, wow, there's a lot going on or, oh man, our market, it feels like we're headed for a recession. It feels like we're headed for some sort of correction. I feel like that conversation is happening all the time. We had the pandemic, the height of the pandemic. We are always concerned about what was going on. I mean, there's just been so many different things, political you know, presidential elections, uh, congressional elections, uh, it's it just so, so much, so volatile all the time. And I think part of it's bad is because it's out of our control. So we're, we tend to worry a little bit about because we can't control it. Yeah. I mean, that conversation has been going on since what, like 2015. So before yeah. that, I mean, yeah. since, since 1820, <laughs> you know, since, I don't know, you name it, right? I mean, it's been going on forever, it seems like. Yeah, so at I, least I, for I, me, it's ever since I've been financially like mindful, those kind of, and even before, quite frankly, I remember having conversations like this in college and in high school um, about the economy and about different things. Of course, they were less sophisticated at that time, but I still remember those conversations. Yeah. I mean, great point. There's always stuff going on. And as an entrepreneur, as a real estate investor, you sort of have to plan for every sort of eventuality and, and be able to adjust and pivot regardless of what's going on. Yeah. And, and that's a good point. Cause Matt, I'm not, I'm not going to stop buying. I'm not going to stop buying right now. I'm not going to stop buying in a year from now. I'm not going to stop buying five, 10, 15 years from now, but I always have to no one understand that eventually the market's going to cycle. And so what are my assets? What am I setting ourselves up for? If I feel like we are buying good, solid, strong assets and we're setting ourselves up for success, well, <clears throat> you know, I, again, I still can't control it. The market could completely erupt and, and you know, tenants don't pay rent anymore. And who knows? The government seizes all our properties. Well, that's out of my control. I'm not going to sit here and hide in a hole because, you know, potentially one day the government could seize our property, right? I, it just, it's not worth me doing. And if, you know, if you're freaked out about, it, of course, that just, you're not going to buy anything. But for me, it's let's plan for some hard scenarios. Let's make sure that we've got a good enough asset that can withstand those hard scenarios. And you're never going to be able to predict every possibility. So there's no matter what, when you're investing, when you're owning your own business, um, you are going to have risk factors that have a chance of bringing you completely out of business. Just how it is. 
Yeah, and There's I see no that a lot with guarantee. new investors. Like they're, you know, the the fear of the unknown or the fear of failure holds people back from getting started or you know taking the next step. Uh, it's, it's very common. Yep, we're so familiar with and 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 we've been, you know, it's it's a very uh, commercialized industry, Wall Street you know, stocks. Um, there's a lot of people making money in it. So it's very commercialized. And so we've been trained to think that those are almost guarantees, right? But it's same goes with investing in stocks. You have a, an opportunity to lose everything, right? And yeah, yeah, you diversify, you probably have less of a chance of losing everything. But you know, it's just like real estate, just like a business, just like the stocks, you have a chance of losing everything anytime you invest. And quite frankly, just like your own job, you still have a chance to lose your own job too. So I'd rather be the one in control. That's me personally. Yeah, I hear you. You know, my stock portfolio is down. <laughs> I'm just waiting. Hopefully it'll come back up. But with real estate, I have some semblance of control over how the, the execution of the business plan and how things go with it. Yep, absolutely, man. So yeah, anyways, uh, that was off on a tangent. <clears throat> a lot of unknowns right now going on. But uh, Matt, what are we talking about today? Oh, well, we're actually talking about uh, active versus passive real estate investing. Yeah, and we've talked about it in the past. And I think um, it's good to continue kind of that conversation uh, always and because and, there's different times in the market. So this kind of relates to the market, in my opinion, uh, a, a little bit. Uh you know, active versus passive. First of all, first thing to, to really be thinking of, uh, Matt, is what do you want, right? Do you want to be active or do you want to be passive? A lot of people want to buy real estate to be able to quit their job and they have this vision of, you know, quitting their job and being able to travel and, and just enjoy life. Is that active investing though? Well, that's pretty passive. Right. That's very passive. And so with active investing, what do you get, Matt? You get the opportunity to grow uh, and you don't have to necessarily use your own money as well. Yeah, very, very true. So yeah, I mean, if you're both active and passive, you get the opportunity to grow, right? But I think with active, you have an opportunity to grow at a greater pace because um, you are, well, depends on how it's set up, but likely you are controlling a larger portion of the asset um, and, and you are able to control it. Of course, that comes with risk because you have a better chance of shrinking too because you control the, the deal. And if you don't know what you're doing, guess what? Couldn't go belly up. I think one thing that people really have to think about is, uh, you know, again, people go, I want to be, uh, I want to buy my own duplex. I hear a lot of people that want to buy a duplex or a triplex or a five unit or a 10 unit. And they've got a, they've got a great job. And some of them even love their job. And my question is, what are you actually trying to achieve? What are you actually trying to do? Well, I want passive income. Okay, well then why are you actively looking for a duplex or a five unit or a 10 unit building? Well, because that's all I can afford right now. No, no, no. Like that is going to set you up for a very active role in real estate 
that's not going to make you that much money. That probably doesn't make any sense for you to be in. It's going to get you burned out and you're going to hate real estate. You like you like your job, you're trying to get be passive. Be passive. Passively invest in real estate. Don't actively invest in real estate. Quite frankly, Matt, right now, I think this is my personal opinion, but I think the vast majority of people that are investing in real estate should be a passive investor. And especially today. And I think that's really important. Today, there's not a lot of great deals. You have to, there's not a lot of margin. When we talk about real estate and any business, we want to see the largest margin possible. In real estate right now, we've got the smallest amount of margin that we've seen in a long time. So we don't have a lot of room for mistakes, right? If we don't have a lot of room for mistakes and you're brand new, do you think you're going to be successful? You know, yeah, especially probably with the, not. Yeah. What's that? Oh, I was going to say, especially with the smaller stuff, there's just a feeding frenzy going on with yeah. people trying to get into the game. So yeah. people are like paying, uh, you know, high prices. And so there's not much wiggle room to be able to afford, uh, you know, from the cash flow to, to hire professional property management. So a lot of the people are having to manage it themselves. And then if you've already got a job or you, you don't know what you're doing yet, it can potentially be a disaster, like you say. Yep. Yeah, I talked to a lot of people. I, I just had a conversation the other day with a, with a, a lady who wanted to talk to me about my coaching. And uh, as we went on the conversation, I'm just like, look, I don't think you're a fit. I think you're better served to be a passive investor. And I'm happy to talk to you about what we do. And you can invest passively in, in our deals, or I'm happy to give you referrals and you can invest in other people's deals. But by the way you described yourself, I don't think you're an active investor. You, you love your job. You're looking for, for passive income. You know, you're trying to find financial freedom through real estate. And you're not out there to, to quit your job or, or create, a, create your own business. You just want some passive investments. Well, then go get some passive investments. Don't get active investments. And that's, that's, the, biggest, that's the biggest difference and understand the market. Hey, the North Star Real Estate Conference is back. It's May 2nd and 3rd, and this year it's a bit different. We're going to be hammering in on multifamily real estate, and we're going to show you asset management, value-add strategies, raising millions of dollars through syndication, and how to find those hidden gems in today's market that are just so tough to find. And one of the biggest things I'm excited to bring you is industry experts that you're going to be able to put on your team so you can hit the ground running day one. So join us. May 2nd and 3rd at the North Star Real Estate Conference. Look forward to seeing you there. I get a lot of deals that are sent to us. We looked at over 200 deals over the last couple of months. The deals, we pass on, on, you know, all but one of them. All but two of them. <laughs> so 100, 100, 100 deals minimum. I mean, probably more than that, but a hundred deals to get to. And by the way, those deals actually, one, one of them we've been negotiating on and talking about for, for six months. So we've probably looked at you know, three times that for that deal. Um, but regardless, we're looking at a ton of deals. We're underrating a ton of deals. We've got a, we've got a 
person that's underwriting for us. Like that's what he does. <laughs> um, and that's just to find deals that work, but they're not slam dunks. They're not grand slams, right? These deals are singles, maybe doubles. They're not, I mean, who knows? Potentially they could turn into something great. But in my opinion, when I look at these deals, I go, yeah, it's a, it's a nice deal. It's worth doing, right? But it's not like I'm going, holy cow. Like, I can't believe we got this deal for this price. This is unreal. And man, we had to turn down so many other deals. We're just getting so many deals that we're turning down. No, we're getting no deals that we're turning down that are actually good, right? <laughs> we're, the only deals we're turning down, it's like, I don't know who's buying these things. Well, a lot of the people that are buying them are the people that are desperate that tried that that just need to get a deal because they they said they want to be an active investor or passive investor and they're they're taking the active route. So, anyways, so so that's uh my, my opinion. The vast majority, vast majority of people that want to be real estate investors should be passive real estate investors. I to me personally, I don't think it's a smart idea for almost anybody to buy a duplex. Now, if you're going to buy a duplex and live in it, that's a great strategy. If you're going to buy a duplex and the market's soft, that's great. You can you could do well. I did well with, with the duplexes that I did. But today's market, right now, I think it's very challenging to buy a duplex, get in with some with real value, and to make that much money. Unless that's what you're trying to do full-time, full-time. Um, but even then. I, I think it's challenging right now in today's market. Well, I like your approach. I mean, you've got uh, the systems, you've got the team to be able to vet property or you know, vet deals, find them, and then uh, you know raise the capital, uh, you know put everything in place to be able to operate them efficiently. You know, you're you're a professional real estate investor who knows what they're doing. I think that's why a lot of people invest with you because they know that you're going to be able to perform. Yeah, and by the way, this is not a commercial, right? I don't you know, if people want to invest with me, great. I'd love to talk to you. But if people look, you have your own connections, um, go do your own research and find the companies that you're comfortable with investing with. But I think that's important to find a professional organization that has the teams and systems in place that has the, the, the underwriting that tools that, that really understands the market is doing their due diligence those are the companies you want to invest with. Again, if you want to invest with my company, great. I'd love to have a conversation, but that's not what this is about. This is about finding the right investment for, for you as a listener. Um, and, and it might be active, but you really just, I think you've got to do a personality check. I think you've got to do a, a, a check of what am I really trying to achieve? What's my dream? If my vision is sitting on the beach drinking Mai Tais, it, that's not buying your own duplexes. If, and, and I, I, you know, there's these turnkey properties. We've kind of gone by the wayside a bit, I think, because the market's just super hot and turnkey is hard to do. Uh, but there's these turnkey properties. People want to buy these turnkey. Those are terrible investments, in my opinion. Um, you know, you're getting the same returns or less than what I can provide or what another uh, operator can provide. 
And yet you've got all the risk of holding that one single piece of real estate. Uh, if, a, if a tenant moves out, then now you lose money and you've lost money for, you know, three years in a row and type of thing. So um, that's the other thing too, with these duplexes, people look at them on, a, on the paper and they go, wow, this looks really good. And then they forget that reality happens. Um, I think a lot of people forget that. I bought my duplexes, Matt, and I'm sure you did for such a great price that the margin was so good. And yet I still lose money some years on these properties. I still barely make a dollar some years on some of these properties. So I look at that and I go, holy cow, I can't imagine if I would have bought them for the price they're going for today. I'd be I don't know. I, I, it would be hard to make money. It really would. Oh, I mean, I, I, I agree. Like <laughs> they're just going for such exorbitant rates, you know, granted, like, I don't know what the market, uh, the future is like, you know, maybe things continue yeah. to go up. And so these high rates are actually cheap. Uh, I, I couldn't say, but, uh, you know, trying to get in, like you say right now is, is just really tough. You know, the high price point, low margins, uh, is just really tricky. And I think, if you know our the listeners, you got to ask yourself: Are you ready to take on these challenges? And there's a lot of unknowns right. out there, like we mentioned earlier. Are right. you ready to handle what may come? That could just be a train that rolls right over you, uh, or do you want to have somebody uh, to take care of all that stuff for you? And and by the way, it, just because you're investing passively doesn't mean that you're guaranteed. Uh, but if you invest with the right companies, with the right systems, with the right people in place, there's a lot better chance that um, that you're going to get your money back, right? That they're going to preserve your capital. I think that's that's the key. Now, again, it, it can still happen. You can still lose your money, whether you do it yourself or, or put your money with somebody else. You also have to look at your personality too. We talk about personality. I think that that plays a big in, in your goals. Um, man, uh, you know, if you're passive, you have to be passive. You have to be willing to let go. And some people just can't. And so some people, that's not the answer. Pa they can't do passive. But I would say, well, you're willing to let go of your of your money and put it in the stock market. If the answer is yes, then well, why, why are you so scared with real estate? Um, but if, if you're just that much of a control freak, then active may be the only way you can go to have peace of mind. Uh, and peace of mind is certainly worth something. Um, the other thing too is, man, I, I know a lot of people that just, they, they, they want to quit their job so bad. They hate, they hate what they're doing. They don't see any way to do anything else. And so that's what they want to do is become the real estate investor. And again, I think you really need to think about where you want to go and what you want to do. And, and, and when I take on a coaching client, I'm asking those types of questions of what do, you, what do you really want to achieve? I want to see very motivated people. So if you're very motivated and ready to roll, I think that's okay. I think uh, one of the biggest things that you got to think of at today's market, again, it's, it's challenging to get in and do your own deals. Um, so what can you bring to the table and how can you find good partners to partner with? You know, I've got a coaching client right now uh, who, who's done a, 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 who did his first deal in Texas and it, it um, you know, it sounds like it's going pretty well. And uh, the, the people that he partnered with, now he's actually partnering with them on future deals, right? So he created value. He showed them he's smart. He showed them he's got knowledge and skills that they can utilize. And he became 
a partner in their company pretty quickly, which that's, that's huge if you're able to do that. Um, and so I would look at where can I bring value? Can I, can I bring money into deals? Can I find deals? Can I, what can I do? How can I bring value into these companies? And, and you don't want to look for the big, huge companies, right? You want to look for companies that are in, kind of in that growth phase that really want to get started, that are just missing some pieces to get moving uh, faster. So, but I think that's a, that's a massive strategy if you're trying to be active right now is to find teams, find good teams to be partnering with uh, instead of trying to do everything on your own. Because like I said, margins are tight right now and it's easy to make mistakes and it's easy to lose money. Yeah, exactly. If you want to be active, uh, being part of a good team is, is the way to do it. I mean, you could try to do it all on your own, but then you're going to just make all the same rookie mistakes that everybody else makes. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, I think part of part of what happens here is that we've got this. Um, we got this podcast world right now, and, and we've got this uh, social media world and everybody gets excited about the idea of being their own boss type of thing, which I, which I love it too, by the way, uh, Matt. I mean, I love being my own boss. I get excited about it. I get passionate about other people doing it themselves. I don't think everybody should though. I think there's some people that should not. <laughs> and I think there's some people that just absolutely love what they do and they're so good at it. Work in the, but they're, yes, they're working for somebody else, but they're so good at it. They're so passionate about what they do. They love it. They make great money um, that they, maybe that's not the best route for them. But, um, you know, I think, I think the social media, the Gary V's, the Ed Milat's, the, the uh, bigger pockets, the Robert Kiyosaki's, they get people excited and go, oh, this is so, so sexy. It's so attractive. Like being an, being an entrepreneur is like, you know, super attractive and sexy. Um, maybe some days, <laughs> other days, not so much. It's like getting beat over the head with a frying pan. Uh, plenty of days, you know, there's a lot of stress of, uh, money and time and, uh, just all kinds of stuff. Uh, you know, look, I mean, like I got these, a lot of people have properties in, in, uh, in St. Paul. Well, that's a little stressful right now because uh, the government just passed rules that says we can only raise rent 3% and you know, they, they hate landlords. And so it's like, ah, that's my business. Right. There's other things that can have COVID happened, right. Everything shut down. Think business owners were excited about it. <laughs> you know, I mean, um, so anyways, uh, that's kind of a tangent, but I think a lot of people hear this, uh, you know, take control of your own life and don't, you know, you're, you're, you're the company you work for, uh, the big bad wolf type of thing. Um, well just realize you're trying to create a company too, and you want other people to work for you. Are you sure that every company is a big bad wolf? Uh, because that means you're going to be a big bad wolf. If, if you have that kind of, uh, that kind of thought process. Good point. So, all right, man. Um, anything else active versus passive? Well, I just want to mention, you know, of course, we got the North Star Real Estate Conference coming up uh, May 2nd and 3rd. Uh, and the idea behind this, you know, you could probably explain it better than I, but the idea is like 
uh, you can walk away from the conference knowing who your team is going to be uh, with yeah. Uh, investing. Yeah, absolutely. So quite frankly, if you want to be active or passive, or if you just want to discover if it's best for you to be active or passive, the North Star Real Estate Conference is a great conference. Um, we are not talking, um, we, we are not bringing on a bunch of uh, salespeople. We are bringing on people that could be a part of your team. So we're bringing on mortgage brokers, uh, property managers, uh, real estate brokers, uh, attorneys, those types of people are going to be up on stage. They're going to be giving us ideas. They're going to be giving us information. They're going to be updating us on the market. They're going to be talking to us, you know, real estate brokers are going to be up there talking to us and telling us what it does it take to actually build a relationship with them. Uh, what does it take to actually find the deals, get the deals and uh, get them completely under contract and, and across the door. Um, so, and then a property manager, you're going to talk to us about execution. What's it actually take to execute these deals? And so again, whether you're passive, whether you're active, whether you don't know, um, this is a great conference. If, if you're interested at all in real estate, this is to me a, a fantastic conference to be a part of. And Matt, you know, we always, we always really try to push uh, more, uh, networking. And so we want people to get to know each other. We want people to uh, build relationships. And like you said, when you leave that conference, if you decide, hey, I want to be active, the idea is that you've got an entire team already basically pre-built from the conference for you. Now, of course, you don't have to use those people, but it, you've got a pretty good start. People can sign up today at northstarunlimited.live. Yeah, let's do it. All right. All right, man. You have a fantastic rest of the day, Matt. Make every day Saturday. Thanks, you too. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you being a loyal listener. Say, I would love to have you go on to our Facebook page and subscribe. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Go on to iTunes or wherever you listen and give us a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe. But your rating and review just helps us push this out to more and more people and continue to grow our audience and hopefully positively affect a ton of people out there that really need this and, and want this. So uh, the other thing I've got for you is a free ebook on my website. So go on to venturedproperties.com, venturedproperties.com and download our free ebook uh, on real estate and on syndication. And I've got some data points in there, some really good stuff for you. So I'd love to have you take a look at that. It's free. I'm not expecting anything from it. Uh, and, and also look, if you want some help in multifamily, want some help learning, growing, getting your business off the ground, I would love to talk to you about what it would look like uh, to work with me potentially and see if that's a good fit. So you can go to coachwithdex.com and check that out and uh, we can definitely have a, uh, a call. Thanks a lot for listening. You make it a fantastic rest of the day. I'll catch you on the next episode.